Well, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, now joined by Baylor head coach Scott Drew as uh, he is making his way to Kansas City, the team about to take flight. And, uh, and then uh, ESPN Central Texas, John and I will be on site um, uh, from, well, tonight. I'll get there early tomorrow morning. Scott, I assume you'll have somebody to greet me at the airport, somebody, team personnel. Will there be somebody out there with a car at MCI Airport, you feel like? I, I think they have uh, uh, your limo waiting for you. That's with, with your driver and your, your favorite food and drinks. So uh, we're good to go, sir. <laughs> Wait, you're not talking to Fran Fraschilla. This is Mosley, okay? No, uh, I, 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 I know. This is the one and only Matt Mosley. <laughs> okay, so breaking news. I don't even know if you've seen this. 41 minutes ago, Big 12 Conference taps musician and composer – P.L. Okay, now we'll both have to ask some of our, our uh, children about P.L., although you may know it. You're pretty hip. You're a pretty hip guy. To create the first ever Big 12 basketball anthem called No Nights Off. Now, Scott, have you had a chance to, have you had a chance to listen to this new Big 12 anthem yet? Oh, I'm like everybody else. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we did not get a sneak peek, but I, I, I can tell you that 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 that. Uh, I mean, the commissioner is that's his forte, and what I mean forte is um, there's nobody that uh, uh, knows entertainment like he does. So uh, I, I, I guarantee his goal is the Big Twelve tournament's not only the best competitive tournament. Um, but most importantly, in his mind, uh, it, it's a Super Bowl event for fans. And I love that. I mean, because we are in an entertainment business and, and uh, the Big 12 basketball, we all recognize as the best conference this year. You might as well have the best uh, uh, atmosphere for the fans uh, uh, to go with it, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. And this is a conference is always great. This has been a great year. Uh, obviously, Jerome's brought K-State back, and so their fans are going to be pumped up. I mean, that's the only thing. A lot of stuff happens up in the, you know, closer to, to where we are in uh, Central Texas. But this event is right there in the heartland with KU and K-State. And the Iowa State fans come rolling in. So it's always interesting. But, Scott, that's part of the fun, isn't it, when you, when you get all those fans mixed in together and no matter who you have to play, especially when you play one of those teams kind of from up in that region, um, I, I think that gives this a very distinctive flavor. And, and as much as we would love, convenience sake, to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area like the old days, um, there's something about this tournament that, that really is unlike any of the other tournaments. Well, I, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, I think with the expansion in the next couple of years, we'll see about where it moves and uh, it's such a great event. Might as well share it with all the fan bases. Um, but while it's up there, uh, I know they do a great job with it. And it's definitely a, uh, an advantage for Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State. Um, but at the same time, uh, I know our players love the opportunity to play in the best uh, postseason uh, uh, tournament uh, as far as conference tournament and how things are run and what they do. 
were were your players the the whole to get to turn around and play a team? Now, obviously, you didn't love how uh, Senior Day went the other day. Ceremony was wonderful. The game didn't go how you like you wanted. What is there something? Kind of, uh, I mean, it gets the juices going about turning around and playing those guys immediately again, or are the are the guys kind of fired up for that opportunity? Well, I mean, I think every competitor, after you get humbled and embarrassed, you want another shot. So, doesn't guarantee success, but uh, you definitely should be motivated if you're a competitor. And we have a lot of competitors, and none of us like to lose. And uh, when you do lose, you want another shot at it. Yeah, and as uh, talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, when you broke that one down, um, and and we're going over everything, you know what what was the biggest thing that jumped off at you? I, I know there were some things on defense you didn't love seeing some of their interior scoring. Uh, they they certainly were moving the ball quickly. What were the biggest thing that kind of jumped off the screen at you when y'all were doing your uh, your film breakdown? Well, the first thing is we, we, when, when you're shooting uh, 35% and 27% in the first half, it's hard to win games. So our offense was not very good. Our offensive rebounding wasn't what it needed to be and, and has been. Um, our turnovers were way too high. Um, so it starts, it starts there. I mean, we got to be a lot more efficient on the offensive end. And um, we've had the number one ranked offense in the country most of the year. Um, now I think we're two, but, uh, offensively, we've been good, uh, defensively, uh, with, with, uh, their interior, um, they, they did a good job in, uh, taking advantage of some mismatches and, and, and hurting us in the post. We'll try to change some things up there. Um, but I think at the, at the end of the day, you're not going to win many games shooting 27%, 35% for the game. So, um, we got to be much better offensively and, their defense is the number one defense in, in, in the uh, uh, conference. And we know how good our conference is, especially defensively. So uh, I know that's a tall order, but um, we're going to tweak some things. Uh, most of all, uh, when, 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 when you get to the free throw line, you can't go 10 for 18. You can't miss front mm-hmm. ends and one-on-ones. I mean, you got to play winning basketball. So their defense is good, but they didn't really guard us that well at the free throw line, you know? <laughs> so we got to make free throws. <laughs> I don't think we'll see Adam ever miss three consecutive free throws in the rest of his career. No matter if he plays in the NBA, wherever he plays, it will not happen. And, uh, and so some of that is just some weirdness. That took over, but like you say, you'll you guys will shore that up and and get it get it get it going. Now, what about the um, what about the rest factor? I mean, this is always a, a a little bit of a tough decision. You'd love to get on a good run. Y'all have used good runs in the tournament before as a as a kind of a you know a oh that trampoline effect to go into the tournament. But you've also lost in the first round and obviously gone on to do huge things in the NCAA tournament. How do you kind of balance that need for a little rest, knowing you could use it, but also wanting to get ramped up and get to the right place uh, for the big dance? Well, I think uh, uh, coming off a, a, a loss like we had, we're excited to play and, and play well. Um, and you're excited to be in uh, a tournament like this, and it's a great opportunity. You're not going to uh, not go in there uh, and try to win it. Um, 
competitors don't go into games and, and try not to lose or try not to play their best. So um, it, it's, it's a wide open tournament. Again, uh, statistically, uh, I think only one school in the South has won, and that's because it's hard with the fan base. We know how hard it is to win on the road, but it's a great opportunity as well. And in uh, any opportunity you get, you got to take advantage of. You never know when your last day is going to be and your last game is going to be. And uh, There's nothing that would excite us more than – winning uh, uh, the Big 12 tournament, and it's something that uh, uh, we haven't accomplished yet. So you love uh, uh, doing things you haven't uh, uh, done before. All right. The the, the seeding, how much, as fans uh, and broadcasters, we look at bracketology constantly. Now, you know the numbers. you got media folks, PR people who tell you things. But how, how zeroed in are you, like a three-seed or a two-seed like how how big a deal is it to you? Because obviously you've had big success in the tournament, whether four seed, five seed, uh, I can remember maybe even a six seed in there. So it, in in theory, it hasn't mattered that much with your teams in the past. But in recent years, you've been the number one seed for several years now. What? How do you kind of view all the 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 seeding aspects of this? Well, first, it's a uh, uh, March Madness because there's madness, and every game, it's 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 a, it's a great game. And uh, it used to be um, 30 years ago, one versus 16. It's a 40, 50 point game. Those days are long gone. So uh, every game in the tournament, you got to bring it or you go home, and that's what makes it so exciting. I, obviously, uh, if you can get a one or two seed, um, that first game is not as competitive as uh, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight seeds. Um, but at the same time, uh, every team in there is capable of winning. So uh, I, coaches always prefer to be higher, um, but doesn't guarantee success. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, three straight years, we'd have been COVID year, we've been number one seed. The last two years, we were number one seeds. Um, it doesn't guarantee you winning at all. So uh, there's been several teams, uh, uh, UCLA, VCU, that were in playing games and made it to the final four. So, uh, again, uh, that's what makes March Madness so fun. Um, for fans, for coaches, it's a stress, stressful situation. Uh, but uh, I, 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 obviously you, you want to be a higher seed um, for, for multiple reasons. And yeah. right now we're 2-3, um, the Big 12 tournament. Uh, maybe we move up to uh, a high two. Maybe you get, who knows, a one. Maybe you uh, uh, move down to four. But, I mean, we control our own destiny as long as we're playing. So, uh, hopefully we keep we uh, stay in Kansas City for a while. And uh, uh, there's nothing better than winning a tournament. And uh, we have that opportunity. Yeah. Although I do love seeing you guys when you're at that state tournament. All the people, now it's in San Antonio. I used to love it in Austin. But when they see those Bears... The assistant coach is down there on the floor. It, it's um, I, it, people are talking and buzzing about that. So I'm a little torn. I have to be honest. I don't. I kind of want y'all to at least get to the championship game uh, to watch the boys, but I want y'all to win it all. So I, I have to admit I'm a little torn, and I'm a close to one of the teams, uh, very close to one of the teams that's going to be in the state tournament, and that's the Lake Highlands Wildcats. And I know you know people and, associated and with that, that program. Why is that? <laughs> I have a daughter that goes to high school there. Yes, and that's and awesome. you know I just Joe Duffield, the coach, is a great friend. 
and uh, and I love the players on that team. So anyway, I'm very caught up in it. So I've been trying to figure out how could I cover the Big 12 tournament in person and also cover the boys state, you know, high school tournament. And I have not figured it out yet. I would need Jim Turner or somebody to come through with a private jet, and I have not. Although Jim oh, Turner is. Mostly. What about your Superman uniform? <laughs> Put the cape on, fly back and forth. I mean, if one person can do it, it's Matt Mosley. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to give it a go. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, it is nice. Jim Turner Chevy is my presenting sponsor for my trip to Kansas City. So that's always fun. And uh, now, listen, from a health standpoint, um, you know, Keontae, uh, obviously, you know, getting him back, that's that's great. Langston, by the way, I've had that injury he had. I had it twice in college, okay? I did not play at an elite level, but in, <laughs> you would laugh to know how I got those injuries to my eye. But I, I, I'm just kind of wondering um, where you are with him in the process because obviously he's such a big part of this thing. Yeah, and, and, and that's something where um, our trainer simply tells me if he can go or can't go. And mm-hmm. uh, when he says he can go, we, we will be excited. Uh, until then, we're praying for uh, a quick recovery. And um, you mentioned Keontae, and I think it was great getting him back for that last mm-hmm. game because normally you come back off an injury. and It usually takes a little time to blend, uh, not only uh, get Keontae back in that game rhythm, but also the teammates playing with him. So, uh, he, he looked much better the last two days in practice as far as uh, shooting, uh, looked in rhythm, and he was shooting with confidence and um, uh, looked more confident in his cuts and how hard he played and rotated. So um, it's great to get him back. Uh, now hopefully uh, we can get uh, Langston back sooner rather than later. All right. Now I did want to ask you, too, about the uh, zone that you've been Use, you know, I'm, I'm always obsessed with your defense, and you know, you went to that man, and it, it played such a huge role in the national title run, uh, and you've played really good man over these last few years. The zone, you've been mixing it in more. Is that, Scott, right now more uh, personnel-oriented, or is it scheme, you know, in a sense that it just, you know, it seems to throw other people off, or is it kind of both? I think it's I think it's both. Uh, each each team you face um, has different strengths, and different defenses exploit some of those uh, uh, weaknesses. And um, it, it's nice to have a uh, if your fastball is not working, you got to have that curve, the slider, the change up. Um, and it, it, at the same time, uh, if you don't like the rhythm, if someone is in a rhythm where they've scored three, four, five times in a row, you got to go to something to get them out of that rhythm. So. Uh, you can take all the above, um, mm-hmm. and, and a reason why you why you play zone. The reason I'm playing defense it works. So uh, <laughs> if if points per possession it's lower than the other defense we're playing, we're gonna play more the one that's the low one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I get that. And and by the way, the uh, accolades that came in that was kind of cool for your team. I know those are always fun. Freshman of the year. Um, Keontae George, I don't think that surprises anybody, but Scott, you know how it is. There's a ton of pressure when you're known as like some huge recruit and you come in and, 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 and the expectations are sort of sometimes out of whack. And we saw it a little bit with maybe Trey uh, at Oklahoma, Cade at Oklahoma State. But I got to say, Keontae 
really uh, not only lived up to it, but I think in a lot of ways exceeded that. How pleased were you to uh, for, to see him get that recognition? And, uh, and and it's a great thing for the program to have the, the freshman of the year. Absolutely. We, we call them uh, team awards. And at the end of the day, uh, if the team wins, everybody wins. Uh, Keontae's a big reason uh, uh, for a lot of our success, uh, as is Adam and LJ that got recognized, as is the other players that didn't get recognized because uh, uh, um, we can't vote for our own guys. So uh, it's always great when other coaches recognize uh, our team uh, or, or the media. Um, at the same time, uh, I can tell you that anytime you win an award in the Big 12 and the toughest conference in the country, you're doing something well. And uh, uh, Keontae deserves a lot of credit for uh, that, that freshman year. All right, um, and I would have given Jalen Bridges the glue guy. You know that Seth Davis does that glue guy thing? And uh-huh. uh, Quincy AC was on it. They almost named it after Vital. I think Vital was two years in a row. And uh-huh. somebody else, with, oh, Rico. Rico was on the all-glue team. And those date back to like 2012, uh, Baylor, some of those Baylor players. I think Bridges would have been a good choice for that category. Just in the, I mean, because he does... A lot of the dirty work. Obviously, he makes some shots, but um, I, I, I just feel like over the over the course of the year, he has been that kind of quintessential glue guy for you. Yeah, I think you could have made the case for him, Flo, um, several others. So, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, uh, there, there's a lot of good players in the Big 12, a lot of good coaches, and that's why it's tough to win honors and awards. Uh, um, if they let us vote, definitely our guys would have won a lot more. <laughs> All right, and you know who's on? For own guys. <laughs> That's right. Well, and you, by the way, you lobbied for uh, Jerome to get National Coach of the Year. He did get Big 12 uh, Conference Coach of the Year. So I know you were very excited for him, and you'll be happy to know I've got my two favorite coaches on today, today's program, Scott Drew and Jerome Tang. It is a double feature, so uh, if there's anything you want me to, 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 to tell Jerome, now is the time to let me know. Yeah, I would. I would. I, since we're in different brackets, if he could get the K State fans to cheer for us at uh, that eleven thirty <laughs> game versus Iowa State, um, we would greatly appreciate it. If K State <laughs> wants to be in the stands with them leading it, I'm for it. Um, but uh, 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 tell them it's both of us in the finals, and then they can cheer for him. <laughs> I'll let him know. He loves that Emaw, the Every Man a Wildcat. He likes to get up there. And by the way, he. He's not the first coach to ever go up in the stands. I feel like I've seen you uh, over the years get the mic, get up there kind of among the fandom. So, But, uh, yeah, it's been fun to watch. Apparently he was out on an ATV around his neighborhood the other day. So uh, Jerome does seem to be having a night. Make sure he wears a helmet. <laughs> I, will, uh, I will let him know, and I will see you. Tomorrow morning, you'll have the early practice. I believe that's ten thirty uh, to eleven fifteen. And Scott, due to that, uh, that has caused me to get a seven ten a.m. flight. Okay, because I do not want to miss that practice. Even though I'll be kicked out of the practice, I mean I'll be ushered out. David K. And uh, Matt Roberts will show me the door, but uh, I will be kind of hanging around, probably out in the lobby, trying to see what I can see. Okay. Well, I know one thing. If there's a way in, you will find it, my man. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's that's the truth. All right, well, safe travels, and uh, I will see you in Kansas City. Best of luck. Well, thank you very much, and I know you got a busy weekend. Safe travels to you, okay? You bet. There he goes. Scott Drew, the uh, head coach of the Baylor Bears, as they make their way to Kansas City. And the Bears uh, have Iowa State, 1130 a.m. Get your coffee, get your brunch in you, and uh, come out and watch some Big 12 uh, basketball. All right, next we do have Campus Confidential.